Hey, so your goal is to speak English fluently like a native English speaker. Well, in order for you to sound like a native English speaker, there are certain English words that you must know. So in today's lesson, I'm going to give you the words you need to study this week in order to sound like a native English speaker words. You must know. Are you ready? Well, then I'm teacher Tiffany. Let's jump right in. All right. So let's get started with the word for Sunday. The word for Sunday is conspiracy. Ooh, nice job again after me conspiracy. Excellent. Last time after me conspiracy. Great job. Now this just means a secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. I want you to think about it like this. Maybe in your country, instead of a president, you have a prime minister or a king, right? And maybe you love your king or your prime minister or your president. Many people love your president or your king or prime minister, but there is a small group of people that don't. And maybe these people decide, Hey, we have to remove this president. Hey, we have to remove this King. So they start coming up with plans to remove the president, to remove the King or the prime minister. This plan, what they're doing is considered to be a conspiracy. You got it. Didn't you? I know you felt that story, right? <laughs> so listen again, a secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful in English. We say conspiracy. Now let me give you some example sentences that will help you use this word properly. Here we go. The first one is this, the three men are accused of conspiracy. These three men were planning to do something unlawful or harmful. They are accused of conspiracy. What about this one? Sentence number two, you know, I suspected that he was involved in the conspiracy. I suspected that he was involved with that group that was making a plan to do something unlawful or harmful. You got it again. I suspected that he was involved in the conspiracy. Good job. Now, what about this sentence? Sentence number three, at first, he was blissfully unaware of the conspiracy against him. He wasn't aware of the fact that this group actually was planning to do something unlawful or harmful to him. Again, at first he was blissfully unaware of the conspiracy against him. Make sense. Good. Now remember, this is the word that you need to learn today. Being Sunday, when this lesson is going live, this is your word for today. The word you must know conspiracy. Remember, I want you to try to learn this word and try to use it at least one time today. Now for Monday, the next word you're going to learn is nefarious. It can be a little tricky. Don't worry. I got you again. Nefarious. Excellent. Last time after me, remember the F sound just requires you to put your front teeth on your bottom lip. So after me, nefarious, excellent job. Now this just means actions or activities that are morally bad. Hey, 
That's really not good. Something that's morally bad. Hey, actions or activities that are morally bad in English, we say nefarious. Now remember, this is the word you're going to be using for, let's see if I can point to it. <laughs> There we go. Monday. All right. So let's check out some examples and sentences using this word. Most of us know that information sent over internet wires can be used by individuals with morally bad intent or with nefarious intent. Think about it. People wanting to steal your information and using it maybe to get a credit card. This is an example of someone doing something with a nefarious intent. Makes sense. So one more time. Most of us know that information sent over internet wires can be used by individuals with nefarious intent. You got it. All right. Let's check out the second example sentence. All right. The word that we have for Monday in the end, she was successful in her efforts to beat the villains at their own nefarious game. Again, remember it just means actions or activities that are morally bad. And finally, the third sentence using this word, I know the list of nefarious uses for the internet, but I'm not worried about them. Hey, I know that there's a list that shows how many bad things can be done on the internet or using the internet, but I'm not worried about those things. I'm not concerned about them again. I know the list of nefarious uses for the internet, but I'm not worried about them. Makes sense, right? Now, again, this is the word for Monday. I want you to be able to understand it and use it at least once. Now I'm going to give you the word for Tuesday, but I wanted to remind you that if you're not on my list, again, the totally free newsletter, I send out three times a week that helps you improve your English. I need you to go to speak English with Tiffany.com forward slash newsletter every week, three times a week. I send out an email totally free that will help you improve your English. So I'd love for you to join thousands upon thousands of English learners around the world that are every week, three times a week, learning even more with me, getting extra stories, extra tips and resources. So again, hit the link in the description or go to speak English with Tiffany.com forward slash newsletter. All right. So let's go to the word for Tuesday on Tuesday. The word you need to use and learn is skeptical. <laughs> It's kind of fun to say it right again. Skeptical. Oh, good. Last time after me, skeptical. Excellent. Now this just means not easily convinced or having doubts or reservations. One more time, not easily convinced or having doubts or reservations. For example, I tell you all the time, listen, you can achieve your English goals. Listen, you will be able to sound like me. You will be able to speak English like a native English speaker. But sometimes your response is like this. Come on, teacher Tiffany, really? Are you telling me that I will be able to achieve my goals? skeptical. <laughs> Now I know you probably trust me, but sometimes you might think to yourself, Ooh, is it possible? I know Tiffany said it is, but is it really possible? Not easily convinced having doubts or reservations. 
skeptical. Makes sense, right? I don't want you to be skeptical. I believe in you, but that's what the word means. So check out these example sentences. She turned in time to see Mrs. Watson's skeptical look turn into a smile. Miss Watson had this skeptical look and then all of a sudden she started smiling again. She turned in time to see Mrs. Watson's skeptical look turn into a smile. You got it. All right. Here's the second example sentence. His expression was skeptical. Mm -hmm. Again, his expression was skeptical. You got it. All right. Here's the third example sentence. But over the last few years, I've become skeptical about the whole thing. I, I'm not really sure. I'm doubting if it's going to be possible, but over the last few years, I've become skeptical about the whole thing. Make sense. All right. So again, on Tuesday, this is your word. I want you to make sure you understand it and use it at least one time. And remember in our last lesson, I talked about the importance of learning and teaching something. So try to teach this word to someone as well. So let's go to Wednesday. The word for Wednesday is actually a word, a combo word, mind numbing. Now I'm waiting for you to say it. Let's do it again after me. Mind numbing. Oh, good job. Last time after me. Mind numbing. Excellent. Now this just means so extreme or intense as to prevent normal thought. So intense, so extreme as to prevent normal thought. For example, I've told you the story about when I took my exam, trying to graduate when I was in grad school in South Korea, the exam included Hanja, you know, Chinese characters. It was extremely difficult. I had to take the test three times. The very first time I took the test and I looked at it, it was mind numbing. I couldn't think straight. It was so intense. What I was looking at made no sense to me. Mind numbing. You got it, right? Okay. Let's check out an example sentence. I did pass. God is good. Here we go. I didn't want to listen to any more of his mind numbing speech. Think about a speech you have to listen to. And it's like, and you can't even think clearly because you don't know what is being said. I didn't want to listen to any more of his mind numbing speech. Make sense. All right, here we go. The second sentence, the whole experience was mind numbing. The whole experience, it really prevented normal thought. I, I, it was so intense and extreme. The whole experience was mind numbing. Got it. All right, here we go. Now let's go to the next one. Here we go. Number three, the repetition was mind numbing again. The repetition was mind numbing. Makes sense, right? Okay. Now this is the thing. This is the word for Wednesday. I want you to make sure you understand it and then try to use it at least once. Okay. Now let's go on to Thursday. Thursday. We have another good one. This one is epidemic. Excellent. Again, epidemic. 
Ooh, great job. Last time after me. Epidemic. Excellent. Now, this word just means excessively prevalent or, excuse me, excessively prevalent or excessively happening often over a large area at a particular time. So excessively prevalent, happening a lot in great number or excessively happening often over a large area at a particular time. So check out this example sentence. It will help you understand this more. A great epidemic burst forth in that area. A great epidemic. It was happening everywhere. Next. She was carried off by the epidemic. She got caught up. It was happening everywhere and she got caught up in it as well. And finally, the threat of an epidemic caused great alarm and trepidation. People were nervous. People were scared. Oh no. The threat of an epidemic caused great alarm and trepidation. Makes sense, right? So again, this is the word I want you to learn for Thursday and use it on Thursday. Now I have something special for you on Friday. This is an expression. This expression is something that we use as native English speakers on a regular basis. All right. So again, for Friday, there's a bonus expression that you must know. This expression is to no end. Excellent. Again, to no end. Great. Last time to no end. Nice. Now this just means to a great extent or very much to a great extent or very much. So let me explain this. I want to make sure it's clear for you. Okay. To much, very much, or to a great extent. First sentence, he talked and talked to no end. He talked and talked to no end. It means he just wouldn't stop. It was going on and on and on again. He talked and talked to no end. That's the very first sentence. What about this one right here? My boss complains to no end about the company's performance over and over and over. My boss never stops. He's always complaining over and over to a great extent. So once again, my boss complains to no end about the company's performance. Makes sense, right? All right. Now sentence number three, I love my kids to no end. I love my kids to no end. The love I have for my children, it has no end. It's so great. I love my kids and you probably love yours. So again, I love my kids to no end. Now I hope these expressions and words were easy for you. Remember this week, I want you to learn them and use them. I hope you enjoyed this lesson. Don't forget to hit the link in the description to join the newsletter sending you emails three times a week, totally for free with lessons to help you go to speak English with Tiffany.com forward slash newsletter. And I'll see you in the newsletter. You still there? <laughs>
<laughs> you know what time it is. It's story time. Hey, I said it's story time. I had to add a little bit extra on the end. <laughs> Today I have a short story for you. It's a story about food. So I remember I was home one day. This is after I had returned from South Korea. I was in my 30s. My parents were letting me stay with them because I was trying to start this business, this business that I'm running now, helping you speak English. And my parents were letting me live with them for free. Praise God for parents. And I remember, so my mom cooks extremely well. I've mentioned this before, but I want to make sure you understand my mom can cook. Everything is delicious. So I was home working hard and it was a Sunday morning and my mom just happened to, um, she had been out earlier that morning and she came back and she just came to my room just to say good morning. I was like, Hey mommy. I was like, it's good to see you. She's like, how's work going? I said, it's going good. I said, man, I'm really in the mood for some fried potatoes, mommy. She said, Oh man. She's like, I'm not going to have time because I have to go somewhere. I said, Oh, no problem. No problem. I was just craving her fried potatoes. That was it. She had to walk out and go somewhere, and I just kept working. 30 minutes went by. 40 minutes went by. And I was typing, working on my computer, and all of a sudden, the sweet aroma of food cooking downstairs hit my nose. I said, wait a minute. I thought my mom, is my dad? No, my dad's at the gym. I said, what? The smell kept getting stronger and stronger. It was so strong, I had to leave my office. So I got up, and the closer I walked to the kitchen, the stronger the aroma got. And when I got to the kitchen, I saw my mom making fried potatoes. She turned and looked at me, and she said, hey, baby. Now, remember, I said I was in my 30s. But there's something about eating your mama's food. I smiled so hard and I went and gave her a hug. I said, mommy, thank you so much. It was something so simple, but I love my mom's fried potatoes. She said, don't worry, it's my pleasure. And I realized that parents, even though their children become full adults, they're always a parent and they love to see their children happy. So that day I was happy and my mom was happy. Why am I telling you this story? Why did I tell you what happened to me with my mom's fried potatoes? I am not your mother, but I get the same joy that my mom got when I hear stories from you, that these lessons are helping you, that you've achieved a goal. Maybe you got a job. Maybe you traveled to America or another country. Maybe someone complimented you on your English. When I receive those stories in the comment section or from my other students, the joy that comes into my soul is real. And it makes me want to teach more. Just like my mom, who was busy, wanted to cook more for me. So I want to say thank you. I love teaching English. I love helping you achieve your goals. And when I hear your stories, man, they just make me so happy and make me want to work harder to help you achieve your goals. So I hope you enjoyed this story. And I hope you enjoyed the lesson. I'll talk to you in the next one.